Welcome into another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. I'm Tucker. I'm Brad. And today we will be talking about the latest news surrounding the NFL and then the waiver wire candidates for week two. All right, for the latest news surrounding the NFL on today, September 20th, well, you'll be listening to this on 21st, but uh, Browns wide receiver Jarvis Landry is week to week following an MCL sprain in their win over the Texans on Sunday. Uh, the injury is relatively minor and it could uh, or it could have estimated recovery time of like two to three weeks so shouldn't be too long without him but I mean Baker Mayfield looked good without him so yeah when's Odell coming back I honestly don't know I mean he was week to week really I mean yeah. week one it was kind of like oh he's out week one that was really a question mark but in week two he sat out too but I mean Baker's looked great without him mm-hmm. so I mean it probably doesn't even matter for the Browns. They're more of a running team anyway. Yeah. But fantasy wise, I don't know who's the next guy up. Rashad Higgins probably. I mean, yeah, I don't even know. Tight ends got a lot of work there, so just nothing really fantasy relevant there. I mean, Jarvis Landry, he'll just be out for a couple weeks. But I mean, next Christian McCaffrey, he's a little iffy there. I mean, he's good to go for Thursday night, but uh, McCaffrey experienced some leg cramps on Sunday, but he'll be good to go Thursday. Might be on a limited workload but i can't see that they'll yeah just, it, <laughs> still give him the it's ball. christian mccaffrey he'll get his 20 plus carries and a bunch of receptions so yeah next uh carson wentz um i mean i feel like we've been talking about him like every episode now but uh carson wentz has experienced uh, another ankle injury on both of his ankles he actually <laughs> sprained both of his ankles on sunday which if, i don't know how you sprain both at the same time but uh he is undergoing tests to determine the severity of the injury, but uh, it's not looking good. I mean, Wentz was injured at the beginning of training camp with a foot injury, so... Yeah, definitely not looking good for Wentz and the Colts. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Jacob Eason came in, and I think he threw an interception on, like, the final drive to, like, kind of lose the game for him. So, uh, yeah, nothing to... No upside news for the Colts there. It's pretty shit news, so... Yeah. Um, Next, next we have, I mean, more quarterback news. Tua Tungavailoa, however you say is the last name, uh, like left that. left the game Sunday after just throwing like four passes, I believe. Um, X-rays came back negative though on a rib injury, so he'll spend his status for week three is up in the air. But uh, it all really depends on his pain tolerance, I believe, is what the coach said. So, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, we've seen him fill in for the Colts. Um, was that last year, two years ago, whenever yep. it was? Uh, and then the Patriots, too. I mean, when Tom Brady yeah, was suspended. Yeah, that's where he started, uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, Jacoby Brissett could be a decently fantasy viable option. Yeah, in the I future. think if Will Fuller's back this week, too. Is he? I don't... I thought he was over, like, six games. No, I think was that it? started last year. Oh, it started last... Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh. So, I think he was a healthy scratch, I think, last week, and I think it look like he might play this week. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, that would definitely be upside for Jacoby Brissett. I mean, you got Jalen Waddell looking good i mean he was a leading receiver on the week for the dolphins and then you got i mean Devonte parker former first round picks been there forever now and yeah they could be a bolster for jacoby Brissett there looking forward and two of though i mean should be back in a couple of weeks at least so not too much there but more quarterback news we had quite a few quarterbacks to go down this week but uh andy dalton suffered a bone bruise on sunday uh, looked very bad if you saw the the clip it was a non-contact injury he went to the sideline just a little scramble outside the pocket just went down did not look good thought it was ACL but they've confirmed that it is not I mm-hmm. mean more more news should be coming out tonight so by the time you're listening to this you should be able to look up the news see how long he's out but I mean Justin Fields he will be the guy week three I mean 
So everybody's if, been waiting for. Yeah, even <laughs> if Andy Dalton is, if if it's not an ACL, I mean, it's a bone bruise. He'll probably be out a week or two, maybe three. I'm not quite sure how long people sit out for bone bruises, but he probably won't be full full go week three. So I mean, week two or week two, week three. Uh, Justin Fields definitely could be a fantasy viable option. I think he's available in like less than fifty percent of leagues, just under. So uh, mm-hmm. talk about him in the waiver wire candidates, but. Next, the last quarterback to get injured, Tyrod Taylor. I mean, we talked about him last week as a streamer candidate and the waiver wire guy, but, I mean, he's day-to-day with a hamstring injury. uh, The Texans head coach, David Coley, confirmed that even with this injury to Tyrod, Deshaun Watson will remain inactive, so that's... uh, very them. weird. I mean, they he don't is want under, him to play. They don't he want is him under to investigation play. for assault. So I mean, that is or like sexual assault, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But I mean, he's not suspended. So I mean, I just kind of find that fascinating to me. But I mean, the Dolphins were very heavy in the trading for Deshaun Watson earlier in the season in the off season. So now that Tua goes down, maybe uh, those trade rumors pick up again, and we see Deshaun Watson get shipped to Miami. I mean. Who knows? Or Cam Newton comes out of free agency and finds a team with all these hurt quarterbacks. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, yeah, a lot of hurt quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, Cam Newton is out there and he's a free agent. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Colin Kaepernick get signed either. Oh, boy. (laughs) Who knows how it goes. But, I mean, Cam Newton, yeah, he's out there. So, I mean, I could definitely see him being an option for the Texans. But Tyrod, he's not out long. So, I'm assuming that they'll just stick with Davis Mills for the meantime. Uh but that is it for our latest news. All right, now we're going to do the waiver wire candidates for week two, or from week two going into week three. Um, starting out quarterbacks, I mean, Daniel Jones, uh, rostered in only 10% of leagues, but yet he is the number four overall quarterback so far through week two, through two weeks on the season. Uh, he had 29.4 fantasy points against the uh, football team. So, I mean, that's a good defense yeah, there. Yeah, very so, good I mean, defense. Uh, I mean, Justin Herbert, week one, I mean, he didn't have that great of a stat line against them. But, I mean, Daniel Jones coming out week one or week two having 29 points on Thursday night. And then week three, he's up against the Falcons. So, I mean, that's a bad defense there. Yeah. I mean, he might be a guy that is your starter from or the rest of the season if you have a weak quarterback right now. So, I mean, Daniel Jones could be the guy. I mean, definitely a streamer candidate for this week. So. Next quarterback, Derek Carr, another top 10 quarterback there. Um, Actually, he's number 8 overall quarterback. Uh, 24 fantasy points in his first two games. Actually, exactly 24 fantasy points, which is very odd. But against two good defenses, though. I mean, Ravens-Steelers. I mean, Ravens a little banged up. But, I mean, Steelers, they're full strength. So, I mean... Yeah, at home, too. At home, too. Yeah, I mean... And week, week three is up against the Dolphins. So, I mean... Derek Carr, great. I mean, I think that that's going to be a great start there week in and week out. Now, I mean, Daniel Jones, too. I mean, they got all those weapons around him. I mean, Daniel Jones with the Giants. I mean, Saquon in the backfield. Kenny Galladay. Um, looked, Sterling I mean, Shepard. He hasn't looked great so far. But, yes, yeah, Sterling Shepard, he's looked great this season. Uh, Darius Slayton had a couple or had a touchdown, I think, this past week. Good game there, too. I mean, great, great weapons all around. I mean, Kyle Rudolph, he looks, I mean... Not great, but, I mean, he had a couple catches on Thursday night. So, um, yeah, Daniel Jones, but Derek Carr, too. I mean, pretty much the same exact type of setup, too. I mean, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake in the backfield, Henry Ruggs, Darren Waller. I mean, yeah, Darren Waller is just a beast. Mm -hmm. And then Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, two lesser-known guys. 
Uh, but yeah, Derek Carr, top 10 quarterback so far. And I mean, yeah, I could definitely see him if they stay defeating these defenses like these are, or like those two are, I mean, Ravens, Steelers, those are some of the better defenses in the leagues. I mean, those are two defenses that were being drafted. I mean, you don't see a lot of defenses being drafted in fantasy leagues and those two were being drafted and yeah, Derek Carr had, had his way against them. So, I mean, yep. week th- or week three against the Dolphins, I definitely see him having a great week there. So, I mean, those those are the two quarterbacks, I'd say, are waiver wire candidates that you should probably go pick up as, just as a backup maybe. But uh, the other guys, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, also a top 10 quarterback. I mean, right on the outskirts, number 10 quarterback. Uh, 20 fantasy points in his first two games. I mean, two not very good defenses, Giants and Jaguars. So, I mean... Who knows there? I mean, it's Teddy Bridgewater. He probably put up 20 points every single game this this yep. year. And that's so, kind of I mean, what you want from a quarterback. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, he'll probably have his hit bad games against better defenses. So, I mean, maybe he's not as reliable as Daniel Jones or Derek Carr will be. But, I mean, week three is against the Jets. So, I mean, bad defense there. I mean, maybe he comes out, has a good game. I mean, Jerry Judy's not very – or Jerry Judy's out. Cortland Sutton's look good. Tim Chapman. Tim Patrick looked good. He's got Noah Fant. Yep. I mean, yeah, week three against the Jets, he could be a streamer candidate there. And then the last quarterback, Justin Fields. He's actually the one that's rostered the most out of any of these guys. Um, 48% of leagues, but Andy Dalton went down with an injury. So Justin Fields is the starter. So, I mean, I guess we'll just have to see how a full game slate goes for yeah. him. I mean, if he, if he gets a lot of carries or if they just sit back and pass. But, I mean, week three – at the Browns. So, I mean, tough defense there. He has Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney coming at him. That's going to be tough. Yeah. And tough start for oh, yeah. the rookie. Yeah. It's, First career start against a pretty good Browns defense. Yeah, it's going to be rough for him. So, maybe not a candidate to start this next week, but he could be a guy that, I mean, against worse defenses if he actually becomes a starter with Andy Dalton out. Um, we'll just see how that plays out in the future. But, I mean, just something to keep your eye on. Then next uh, for the running back waiver wires, I mean, only got two here. Cordero Patterson is the main one. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, he had a good week in fantasy, but the stat line just looks very, not very good. I mean, the touchdown, he had two touchdowns. So, I mean, that's 12 points right there. Yep. And, I mean, he only had 11 carries um, and, it, or, yeah, not or not very many carries and it just not a very good stat line by him all around. So, mm-hmm. but he could but, be a valuable flex option. He would be a valuable flex option because he's getting the carries, he's getting the receptions, yeah, he's definitely he's, getting touches. He's getting a lot of touches. So I mean, it's just it looks like yeah, he has less than ten carries, five receptions, and then a couple of touchdowns. I mean, that's why it looks so good. So I mean, but he's the number eight running back through two weeks. I mean, week one wasn't very good, so this week two really bumped him up there. But he's a top ten running back so far. So I mean just something to keep your eye on mm-hmm. if he keeps up this workload where he gets a lot of these touches and a lot of the touchdowns i mean he's a speedy guy and i mean they could use him just for those gadget plays where they they just set it up to get him the ball so he can get in the end zone so we'll just see how that goes um but week three against the giants so i mean not a very good defense i mean it's in uh or it's at the giants though so i mean just something to keep your eye on there i mean mike davis is the starter so I just I don't know. I mean, Cordero Patterson, he's the he just had a lot of points. I mean, yeah, he, until Mike Davis shows that he can be the yeah. lone back, I think Cordero Patterson could be a 
good, yeah. Good yeah, option. valuable flex option there. Um, next running back, I mean, not a starter um, as well. I mean, Tony Pollard rostered in 38% of leagues. Number nine running back through two weeks. I mean, majority of that came just this past week. 23 fantasy points, um, 13 carries, 109 yards, and a touchdown. Great game there. But, I mean, he is the backup to Ezekiel Elliott. So, I mean, could be a valuable flex option, yeah. But, I mean, if Zeke goes down, he's definitely going to be a valuable oh, yeah. guy there. So, I mean, if he's available, probably a guy you're going to want to pick up. But, I mean, he was probably drafted in a lot of leagues. So, I don't. But yeah, I mean, for a handcuff to 38%. Zeke Elliott. Yeah, handcuff to Zeke. But, I mean, he's available in 38%. So, or he's only rostered in 38%. So, moving on to the wide receivers. Um, Rondale Moore, I'd say he's my number one guy on the week just because he's a rookie i mean i guess kj osborne i don't even know what he is if he's a rookie or not or if it's a second year it might be second year uh but rondell moore rookie wide receiver only rostered in 19.2 percent of leagues number 17 wide receiver through two weeks 17 uh averaging 17 fantasy points a game um had a big week just this past week eight targets seven receptions 114 yards and a touchdown just this past week and now week three he goes on to play the Jaguars in Jacksonville. So I mean, I mean the Cardinals' offense is all over the board there. I mean they got DeAndre Hopkins getting his his targets. You got AJ Green getting his targets. Um, Chris Edmond out of the backfield. Chris Edmond out of the backfield, and then Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk yep. and then Rondell Moore. I mean that's five guys right there. I mean Max Williams now if he's getting into the bunch. I mean that's a lot of mouths to feed. So I'm gonna assume that it's gonna be like Christian Kirk one week. Rondell Moore another, and then A.J. Green the next. So, like, you know what I mean? I mean, A.J. Green did have a touchdown, so, I mean, maybe. Yeah, you're never going to know who's going to be. I mean, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins will always get. I mean, Christian Kirk, too, a little up more on the upside, but I think the other three, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, and I, I like Rondell Moore just because, too, he's a rookie. Those rookie wide receivers, I mean, just last year watching Justin Jefferson blow up as a rookie, I mean, he wasn't drafted, and then he was just, I picked him up at one point, and he became a top 10 wide receiver. I mean, I just feel like that maybe could be the case here on a very potent offense if he becomes that number two guy. But yeah, so many miles of feeds, so I just don't think that that's probably going to happen. But just, I mean, week three against the Jaguars, though, could be a good waiver wire guy there. Um, next next guy, like I mentioned, KJ Osborne, only rostered in 1.1% of leagues. He is the number 19 wide receiver through uh, two weeks, and he's also averaging about 17 fantasy points per game. Big... Uh, Big week just this past week, 20 points. He had led the Vikings in receiving yards. So, I mean, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, they just probably had down games, probably with the scheming of the the Cardinals just to try to stop those guys. But, I mean, that would mean K.J. Osborne's probably going to get a lot more targets. Yep. I mean, if teams are um, trying to stop those two, I mean, just means they're going to have to go off to the third guy. Yep. And, yeah, maybe – KJ Osborne is fantasy relevant wide receiver throughout the season. I mean, he had 14 points in week one, and now 20 in week two. I mean, it's two good good weeks by a flex wide receiver. You know, like yep. so. I mean, just something to keep your eye on. Especially, I mean, the Vikings are they run the ball a lot with Dalvin Cook, but I mean, Kirk Cousins has had his touchdowns and his and his passing yards as well. I mean, he has three touchdowns. Both games now. I mean, two touchdowns made this game. I don't know. Yep. He's had his touchdowns. I mean, he gets them and. He's got a lot of wide receivers. I mean, Thielen, Jefferson. I mean, I don't think he's caught a touchdown yet this season. Yeah, Jefferson caught one. Did he catch one? Yep. Okay. He caught one last uh, but yeah, I mean, Cardinals. A lot of Moe's defeat again. It's just he's the third wide receiver. So, But, I mean, third wide receivers are sometimes fantasy relevant. So, yep. again, just to, something to keep your eye on there. 
And then the uh, my last wide receiver for the waiver wire, Zach Pascal, only rostered in 14% of leagues. Number 18 wide receiver through two weeks, again, averaging 17 points. So, I mean, each one of these guys, these waiver wire candidates, they're averaging 17 points a game. And, I mean, they're 17, 18, and 19 wide receivers. So, I mean, all top 20 guys. I mean, Zach Pascal has 11 targets, 9 receptions, 81 yards, but 3 touchdowns so far this season. I mean, the 3 touchdowns is what's getting it for me. I think he might be that guy in the red zone for them. I mean, especially now that Jacob Eason's out. I mean, I... I also have Jack Doyle in the tight end, so I mean, we'll talk about him too, but I mean, Zach Pascal had two touchdowns week one and another one in week two, so I mean, he could be very touchdown dependent, but if he's if he's getting the touchdowns, he's going to be fantasy relevant, Yep. and um, yeah, I mean, Jacob Eason is the quarterback now, so I mean, maybe, maybe this is nothing to even think about because of the quarterback play, but I mean... Carson Wentz, I guess he looked kind of good before he went out with the injury, but Jacob Eason, yeah, just not a good guy. So, I mean, maybe we shouldn't even be looking at Colts wide receivers right now or even tight ends. But, I mean, moving on to the tight ends, um, Jack Doyle, I mean, I think that he's going to, I mean, we've been talking about him for a while now, Jack Doyle. He's been a fantasy-relevant tight end for five years. I don't even know what it's been. He's been out there for a while now. But Jack Doyle only rostered in .7% of leagues. Um, but he had eight targets, five receptions, six, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> 64 yards, uh, and 13 fantasy points on the week. He's the number tight end, number 10 tight end through two weeks. So, I mean, top tight end, top 10 tight ends. Yeah, are, in a 10 team league, yeah, that's what you kind of want. That's, that's what you need. So, yep. I mean, it, there's, it, I mean. If he's available, you're there's definitely a guy out there that or on your team or maybe someone else's team that's not a top ten tight end. So I mean, mm-hmm. go out there and snag him. I mean, now that Carson Wentz hurt, maybe Jacob Eason relies on the tight end. Maybe he relies on Zach Pascal. Who knows? I mean, maybe he relies on Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, you just don't. It's hard know. to tell. At it's this very point. hard to tell at this point. I mean, he just got hurt. Carson Wentz just got hurt, and Jacob Eason only threw the ball five times. So I mean. It's, yeah, very hard to tell how this will go to start the season or from here on out. But, I mean, eight targets, that's good by a tight end. But, I mean, most of them were probably coming from Carson Wentz. So, who knows how it goes uh, moving forward. But, I mean, week three, they're at the Titans. So, I mean, they've let up a lot of points to the yeah. the Cardinals and now the Seahawks. So, I mean, maybe we see that again this, uh, this week with the Colts. Maybe Jacob Eason somehow has a big game, comes out of nowhere. But... We just got to wait and see. Yeah. And my other tight end, one that I'm actually probably more high on, I think we talked about him in the preseason. Yeah, we definitely did. Um, but Max Williams rostered in 0.1% of leagues, so even less than Jack Doyle. But seven targets, seven receptions, 94 yards on, or in week two, adding up to 16 fantasy points. And that's that's damn good by a tight end. I mean, seven receptions. Uh, I mean, seven targets, seven receptions. So, I mean... Maybe he has a couple drops or a couple misses here and there, but I mean, if he keeps up the targets, he's going to be a fantasy relevant yeah, guy, especially in that high powered offense. Very high powered offense, but yeah, like we've said with Rondell Moore, a lot of mouths to feed there, so you just don't know how it's going to go. But yeah, if you have a weak tight end, if you have Mike Gesicki and he's just not looking good, my, Max Williams is definitely the guy to go with. I mean, week one he did only have one target for zero receptions, so I mean, maybe this week two is an anomaly. 
But we just, like we said, we just got to see how it plays yeah, out. Yeah, just something to keep an eye on. I mean, week three at the Jaguars, like we mentioned earlier, weak defense there. So maybe he gets it going again. We just got to wait and see. So that is it for our waiver wire candidates. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. And be sure to tune in to our next episode where we will talk about the week two recap slash our takeaways.